it's Whitney and Amanda. Welcome to Girls on Top. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. Hi. We hope your week is off to a great start. We're so excited to be back. We also wanted to say thank you so much for all the feedback on last week's episode that we had Joe on. So if you did miss that one, go back and listen. It is honestly a really good episode, very insightful and some male perspective. Yeah, we got a lot out of him. He really opened up. So yeah, like Whitney said, go back, listen to it. It will be worth the 45 minutes. Trust me. Definitely worth it. And we're going to try to have more men on to just, I mean, and not necessarily influencers, but just bring on more men to have those conversations just to get a different perspective on things too. So stay tuned for that. We're working hard for you girlies and guys behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah, we, and you know what, like we have a couple guys lined up in the future, but I just, this just popped in my head. Like we could have another woman's perspective. We could maybe find someone to bring on besides yeah. us. Yeah, for sure. And if you guys have anyone that you really like following or have suggestions, we're open to it. Send them our way. We'd love to hear what you're thinking too. If there's any guests that you would like to yeah. hear on here. All right. Well, Whitney, how was your week? My week is good. I had a date last night. As Amanda knows, we, we chatted this morning. It went really well. Probably one of the better first dates that I've been on. And I do feel like, okay, so standard like dating, you go on a first date, you have drinks or like a drink before, yeah. whatever. Neither one of us had any drinks last night. And I feel like that's very telling of just the date if like you can sit there so we were there yeah. for almost three hours that's if a long can... time without like right. liquid courage right because sometimes yeah. when you have a drink even after one you feel a little looser and like you can talk about things better yeah more relaxed and like yeah. I kind of want to like start approaching dating like that like just not having drinks because I feel like it, th your vibe is a little bit different mm -hmm. as soon as alcohol enters the mix so it's like if you can sit on a date with somebody stone cold sober and like both of you and have great conversation for that long like that's totally green flag energy that really is and i will say like i i don't think i've ever done that like i i honestly haven't either like typically i'll have at least one drink yeah i was just trying to think like i mean i've definitely gone out for dinner with like a girlfriend or something and not had a drink but right. never like but a like first, first date, date vibe right so that is an interesting way to put it and did you guys just like, is he not a drinker or what was his? No, he's not a big drinker, but he's doing dry January, which a lot of people are right now, too. And I'm not like a huge drinker. I mean, I like to have fun, but I mean, it was like a Tuesday night. So I'm like, OK, we're we're not drinking. Obviously, we're recording the podcast today. So I'm like, I need to be on my A game. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm not drinking either. So okay. it worked like what? Like, I know I asked you this, but I know everyone's going to want to know, like, do you, was there that like spark right away? Like everyone wants to know, was it like butterflies or are you just kind of like approaching it slowly? Slowly for sure. But 
I actually told him this last night too. I saw this TikTok and I wholeheartedly agree with it. This, I think it was a therapist was talking about. So if you meet somebody or before you meet somebody and you get butterflies, that's a toxic trauma response. Yeah, like that, that is like a bad thing versus like when you meet somebody and you feel like relaxed and kind of get more a sense of like, okay, this is comfortable. This feels right. It feels like I'm at home is kind of more of what you're looking for. Yeah. I've totally heard that before. Yeah. And I mean, it makes sense based off of past relationships and like initial meetings and like the feelings that I got. Yeah. I'm excited for you. I always get, well, I always get excited and butterflies for you whenever you like are going to like, I was kind of like, is she going to call me tonight? And then I got really <laughs> tired and I was like, I'm going to go to bed. I'll wish her like, make sure she's okay. Yeah. But I'm always like, okay, tell me what happened. Tell me everything. Tell did me you, everything. Wait, did you guys kiss? I no, did. we didn't. I'm not one to kiss on the first date. I know you're not, but I just ask every time because I know you do. Never no, know. I didn't. You never know. One once I might shock you and say yes, just throw you for. <laughs> oh a loop. my gosh, you'll be like, I actually slept with them. Like I would <laughs> literally. I just went from here. zero to a hundred. <laughs> so we when, one. The theory that we talked about, too, I told you this earlier, like men go into dates and we talked about this last yes. night. Yes. Men go into dates at zero. Women go into dates putting a guy at 100. And I feel like this is why so many women go into the dates and they have the whole wedding planned or their life or what their future will look like where men don't do that. They just go into it. You're at zero basically like he has to build you up or you have to like earn that build up versus women. We have them at a hundred and then it'll go down where I feel like, well, Amanda and I both kind of date from like a male perspective, the male perspective there. But ladies, this is like a big takeaway. If you're going to take anything away from this episode, like start dating with the mentality of a man have them at zero, like zero expectations, because when you go in with that energy, I mean, even if things don't work out or the date's bad, you're not going to walk away feeling let down. Yeah, it's you're just going to be. Well, it is what it is. It is what it is. And you'll take something positive away from it. And I do think it's a really great way to approach dating and being open minded about things, because you were saying like, if you go in there and he's you've already put him at a 10 and he does. I don't know. What did you say? Like ask to split the bill? Yes. Yep. Yeah. It's like and you not gross. Yeah. So and I will say like I definitely was like that before and my yeah. mindset about things have changed and shift a lot and I don't put all of that expectation on someone. Because yeah, everyone's guilty. Like you're chatting with someone trying to like get to know them here and there and you have this like high expectation, but it's totally different in person too. Totally different. And I actually just posted a reel today. I'm like, I highly, highly suggest doing a phone call or FaceTime before you go on a first date, because if there's no vibe on FaceTime or a phone call, like there's definitely not going to be a vibe in person. But if you're kind of vibing, yeah. you know, FaceTime or phone, then like moving it to in person, it's like, then you can see if there's like that actual connection versus like, if there's nothing on the phone, like there's definitely not going to be in person. So then you're not going to waste your time because there's nothing more awkward 
then not having that initial phone call or FaceTime going on a date. And then like within the first five, 10 minutes knowing like, okay, this is not it for me. And you have to sit there through dinner or drinks, whatever. Dinner, drinks, and possibly vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Possibly a vacation. Hey, I mean, you never know. You never know. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh. (laughs) I mean... Hey, I've heard of like girls being like flown around and whatever, but we always say don't get in an airplane or go on a boat on a first date. Just alone. Don't do it. Like if you're getting on like like a commercial airplane, you can do that. Yeah. Like flying to see him. That's a little different than like going in his PJ and like best of luck to you. We (laughs) hope you make it back. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Well, I love that for you. That's an exciting week. Yay. Good things coming. Good things. Good vibes. It's it was definitely refreshing Mm -hmm. me because I feel like I've had I don't want to say a lot of like bad first dates, just like a lot of first dates where there's no chemistry or like the boxes aren't checked that I'm looking for. So Mm -hmm. it's just like mm, so it was refreshing and we'll see where things go. You never know. We'll keep everyone informed on. Yes. What is happening? And he listens to the podcast. So. Hey, (laughs) we don't use names, but hello. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Anyways, how's your week? That's exciting. My week is good. Yeah, it's been great. The weather sucks here, though. It's so cold. I know it's cold where you're at, too. It's cold everywhere right now. I feel like I talked to one of my friends this morning. She is currently in Scottsdale and she said it was 40 degrees there. Are you kidding me? So, yeah, I feel like everywhere is just it's cold. That's ridiculous for Scotts, Arizona. That is really cold. Yeah, I know it's been. I mean, I can't complain. My week has been good. I feel like I'm getting some things done that I need to get done. No exciting date story for me. I'm boring right now on that. Maybe soon. Maybe soon. And <laughs> next week, bring some excitement, Amanda. Woo! We're expecting it. All right, I'll Woo! bring you guys some hot tea. I'll spill it all over. But yeah, I mean, no news is good news, I guess. Yeah, and sometimes that's the truth. Yeah, I've I've been really just crushing, trying to get some career things in line and mm-hmm. so ramped up for this year. That's just where I'm at. I'm still like on that high of like a new yeah. year. I hope everyone new else year. is too. Crush the goals. We love that. Yep. Yeah. So with that, we have a really fun episode. We do. We do. We put some of this up on stories too earlier this week. When you guys listen to it, it'll be last week. Yeah. But just we want to go into stereotypes and like some pretty common stereotypes when it comes to dating and relationships and what it looks like and I don't know. Just a lot of it, I think, is society. Yeah. And I I'm, mean, I'm so guilty of throwing stereotypes out there on some of these topics that we will talk about. So I really am trying to be better about that. I think it's yeah. just, yeah, how society is. And sometimes you don't realize you're doing it. And so you have to like reprogram your brain. But it is a fun topic. So let's jump into it. Is. Okay, so the first one that we want to hit on is age, looks, and how we dress. Well, so oh, go I ahead. think for this one is like one of my biggest, the one that annoys me the most 
how we dress. I guess this is for the ladies and men can weigh in on this. And we did talk about this a little bit with Joseph last episode, last week's episode. But I feel like if a girl dresses, quote unquote, slutty, I mean, if she's wearing a low cut shirt or crop top or whatever, not a skirt, some people might say, oh, she's slutty. And I feel like that's so unfair because you're just going off of looks purely. And second of all, like women, we talked about this, like I don't dress, I dress for myself, like how I feel, like I want to feel good, confident, sexy for myself. I'm not dressing for men. And so I do think that's like a stereotype that a lot of us, and I've been probably guilty. I hate it, but I, that it happens has happened to me, but I've probably done it to other people without even thinking about it. Like, Oh, she kind of looks slutty. Well, it's like, okay, Amanda, that was super unfair. Like, again, if she was like grinding on every guy in the bar, making out with them, that's different. But if you're going just off of their actions versus like actually what they're wearing. So yeah, I think just be mindful. Like most women out there aren't dressing for men. Well, right. And I feel like when it comes to apparel and clothing and how we dress, I don't think the same stigma is there for men as it is for women. Cause like, how does a man dress slutty? Yeah, no, it's not. It's they can like wear... not a, not a thing. No. And yeah, like, I mean, obviously not everyone, but most women don't dress for the male gaze. No, we don't like we dress how we want to dress to feel like our best, most confident self. Mm-hmm. And Um, one girl's what makes her feel good might not necessarily make her friend feel good. Like their styles might be totally different and that's okay. And it's like, you have to dress for what makes you feel good, not for men. And I feel like that's something like men just don't understand either. Yeah. And it's definitely a stereotype that women get the hard end. Like we get like, the, I don't want to say hard, hard end, short end of the stick. Yeah. Yeah. We, we do though. Yeah. It's, when- it definitely is that way. So that, and I'm, again, I'm not sitting over here that I've never thought that in my head. I feel I like we're all mind. guilty of that. Like judging a girl's outfit or like the mean girls, like sitting there talking shit about what some girl's wearing or like, can you believe she wore that today? Yeah. It's like, we're all guilty of that at some point in our lives. I mean, we've all been teenagers. Oh God. <laughs> Thank but, goodness. I'm not that person, that teenager anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We grow and evolve yeah, and we do better. do better, but yeah, do better. And it's like, I think it's just learning to be self-aware too, and not judging other people based on their appearance. And I mean, I feel like women more so are judged on p- appearance, whether it's like our looks, like so many of us in our generation get like Botox, Dyspor, we'll get filler filler, or do like cosmetic makeup, like what is it, like permanent tattooing oh, or like yeah. our eyebrows down yeah. or whatever. Microblading and it's the- like not even men passing judgment, but there's so many women that pass judgment on that too. And it's like, why, why do we do that to each other? Yeah, I do everything that I do that way. I do it for myself. And I'm not like sitting here thinking like, oh, okay, is Susie going to think this looks good? Right. You You do it because it makes you feel like a better version of you. And hey, whatever makes you feel confident. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think we should all just do better, be better. And men, 
I don't know. Some men don't even really understand that part of st- yeah. like, like cosmetic stuff. But I also feel like men probably don't really judge so much on the cosmetic, probably more on the 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 outfits and stuff. So. Yeah. When men just don't get it, it's like, oh, you have Botox or I love how naturally pretty you are. It's like, sir, I get <laughs> Botox and like I'll do filler, you yeah. know, it's like whatever. But you think what you want to think. And what's the saying? You have to be high maintenance to look low maintenance. Like that is so true. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that is true to a T. And I, I love my filler and Botox. So I'm going to keep doing it no matter what. Yeah. It's like, that's not going to change. And if a man or a friend says like, yeah. you need to change that, like you can exit stage Peace left. Oh, baby. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. What's our next stereotype? Well, how about like, how about age? I oh, feel like age, there's yes. unwritten, like, we did we talked about this like it's like an unwritten rule or whatever like once you hit the age of like 28 to 30 depending on who it is as a female you're like damaged goods because you've kind of like passed that childbearing age and you're considered like old because the the men like later into their 30s even early 40s want like the 20 somethings yeah and that i've seen tiktoks and different people on social media being like, if you're over the age of 30 and you're single, like you're damaged goods or you're good luck to you. Like no one's going to want that. Like, and that just pisses me off because that is a stereotype. It's like, okay, first of all, like what if the person you don't, or the person that you find doesn't want kids, or maybe they want someone more mature and like established, But also then I also saw another one and this is what we were talking about is how so women have that a stereotype that their age, the younger they are, it's it's better. But then everyone always says this like men age like fine wine, right? Like I've even said it like sometimes you do look at men, you're like, oh, well, like they get wrinkles and grays and they get hotter. But it's like. This it was actually a guy saying this. He's like, actually, like men also have that stereotype, or they should, because the older they get, like they get knocked down a little bit. Because, first of all, the women that are under the age of 30, like let's say they're 50 and they're dating someone under the age of 30, like they're probably only with them for their money, career, success. Which is a stereotype right there, too. It is. But like he was saying that he pointed out like, yeah, you're going to sit there and say, like, you're 50 and I'm only going to date women. That are like 25 or 35 and below. Literally, you're with them just based off of appearance and how also like sex, their sex drive. Like he was saying that like, okay, ladies, like if you're. 25 but a woman's sex drive goes up as she ages. I think like 45 is their peak. Yeah, that makes sense because and men's goes down, down. Right. So it's like, so it's like, okay, you want to be like, you're going to want to be with someone who you're 28 years old and you're going to want to be with someone who has to use Viagra, like, or has no sex drive. Probably not. Yeah. Like that's Hard not past- fun. When even in my 30s, I I don't think I would date anybody over the age of 45. Just when not only because of like those issues, but I just feel like the maturity and interests are just different. Like I'd maybe go like, uh, I feel like even 10 years is kind of pushing it either way. 
But like, I, I don't know, eight years up or down would probably be my max. But eight years down might be a little harder than up. Yeah. Because Especially be- with, a, with a man just because of like maturity. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. I feel like there's men like that. The older they get, like they're maybe not as fun and outgoing and spontaneous, which obviously like depends on your vibe. But like, I don't right. want some fuddy duddy who's like, no, sitting well, on the so couch in their ways all the yeah, all the time and like doesn't ever want to do anything. So yeah, no, that's boring. We have to throw out the stereotype that if you're a woman and you're over the age of 30 and single that you are damaged goods or you're never going to find someone because that's such bullshit. It's such bullshit. And like bullshit. Uh, there's so many single people out there. I looked up a stitcher and what was it? 40 47% of the population is single and there's more single men than there is single women. So if that doesn't wow. give you ladies hope, I don't know what will. Or you can move to China. They have a ton of single men. <laughs> well, let's hope you don't have yeah. height requirements because aren't isn't like the average Chinese man like five two or five four. Something. Oh boy, I'm never going there. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't gonna work for me. But yeah, I mean, don't get down on yourself. And I don't know what it was, but I saw this like trend. Of, it started like a couple of months ago. I saw on like TikTok and even a few on Instagram, and it was just like guys who'd be like oh she's over 30 like what does she have to offer it's like what do you have to offer yeah the guys that think that way too are probably men that you don't want to date like the men with the mentality of like what do you bring to the table are such an ick because it just shows a level of arrogance and a lack of self-awareness yeah it's like i know what i bring to the table I will let you know, but you need to also let me know what you bring to the table. Like when there's the reels and stuff that say like a woman, a woman doesn't need to bring anything to the table. Like she should be your, your support and your safe place to land. Like, what do you bring to the table is a better question. And like, I don't know if you watch any of Steve Harvey's reels, but I think he's one of them that has really preached that. He is so funny. He's so funny. (laughs) He's hilarious. And wasn't, he's very wise with his dating advice. He is. And wasn't he just like he was like a uh, host for a TV like show, a right? t- game show, like right? a game show. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. it a game show? Yeah, I think so. What I can't remember. I want to say called, Wheel of though. Fortune, but I know it wasn't Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, it no, was it wasn't. Some family Feud. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Family Feud. He probably saw a lot of relationships in that. Probably lot. <laughs> Lots of toxic ones. Lots of things going on. Lots of dynamics. Okay. Should we go into the next one? Yeah. Okay. Next stereotype is once a cheater, always a cheater. Do you agree with that? I don't agree with that. No, I don't either. So I looked up some statistics on this and 25% of of men and 20% of women have had sex outside their relationship. And then parents who cheat on their spouse with children in the home, those children are more prone to grow up and cheat in their relationships than a child who didn't experience that. Oh, really? That's Mm -hmm. interesting. I know. I, I didn't know that either. Isn't that interesting? So it was pretty equal 2020 for women and men doing it. You said it's 25% male 
20% female. Oh, okay. Got it. And then somebody who cheats in a relationship is three times more likely to cheat in their next relationship. Yeah, I believe that because a lot of people don't want to do like the inner work. And the work. Right. The work well, to like figure yeah. out why they did it and change. When attachment styles too, the avoidant attachment is definitely yeah. the one that's most likely to cheat. And we talked about that in our attachment style episode too. If yeah. you haven't listened to that one, go back and find it. It's very insightful. If you're like, what the hell is an attachment style? Go, we teach you all about them or just even head to Google right now and search it. Yep. But we um, should actually just do another episode on it sometime because it's, it's, it tells you so much, so much to like, touch on. Once you know about them too, you can just gauge what kind of attachment style people have. Yep. And you can adjust yours. Like right. I, yeah. I, you I, can, you, I had you to can change and grow. Mine. Yeah. No shame in that game, baby. Change no it up. shame in that game. But, well, that uh, is, yeah, I think once a cheater, always a cheater is definitely something that is a stereotype and you can change that for yourself if you right. do the inner work. But if you're not going to do the work, then sorry. So some things that you can do for the inner work, obviously go to therapy. We're huge advocates for therapy. We need um, to make a shirt that says that. Seriously. Self-help help books are a great place to start if you're not comfortable doing therapy. And then it's you need to find out the why. Like the why, why did I cheat? Or why did I stay in a relationship where he was cheating and I knew that? Like, why do I not feel like I'm worthy of more diving into the root cause of, of the action? Yeah, and it usually is. Like if you are cheating i feel like nine times out of ten like um there's just some like communication connection loss obviously and like you weren't honest with yourself and you didn't approach your partner when you should have or like you let it yeah, go too there's far an, an underlying you're, issue yeah you're avoiding Something else is missing yeah so like you're avoiding it so i do feel like but have you like, have you ever experienced that when you like been with someone that has cheated on you and they cheated on someone in the past? I don't think so. But like, I mean, honestly, I don't know if that's even a question I ever really asked anyone. Now, absolutely, I do knowing my past. But I mean, five years ago, was that a question I asked on like a first, second, third date? Probably not. Yeah. How about you? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. When what, like going forward, would you date somebody that, you know, has cheated? I would if like, I definitely will ask that right away, but I yeah. want to like know the why and it yep. can't be she was crazy or it can't be any guy bullshit. that says that yeah. in any scenario. If anyone calls their ex crazy, that's a red flag. So I want to know the why. And then I want to also like know how they what they did to change. And like, yeah, they need to like really break down like how they felt afterwards. Like, I don't want to like hash up the old, but that also is going to affect our relationship and like how things go for us. So like if they didn't do any of the work and they just kind of blow it off, then I probably would just be done. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I agree. And it's like it also depends on when they cheated. Yeah, if they were like, it's like, was it like a one time thing or was this an ongoing affair situation? Were you 21 or were you 41? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Was this your high school boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever? And like you weren't even official. I, I agree. The situation is. And if you have, I don't know, again, like a lot of us can't like go ask friends about a guy because maybe you're meeting someone who doesn't even live by you or no one knows any of your friends know them. But I do think that I, I've said this in the past, but it's like, I do think if you are able to like, just ask around about a guy and like, I wouldn't say like, like if you know, someone knows I'm like a friend of a friend, like what's his vibe? Like, is he a pretty good dude? Like, I don't know. I feel like I would do that. if I had the opportunity, but some people don't believe in doing that because like they want to not have like a version of bias. Yeah. Yeah, But like, honestly, like I sit here and I'm like, okay, if some girl came to me and asked me, like, I have no reason to like sabotage or tell them differently. So it's like nine times out of 10, I feel like that person would be like pretty truthful. Well, I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. And it's like, use your resources also like exactly do, do some internet, do some internet stalking. Like, (laughs) why would we not stalk them on the internet to see if there's any information? Make sure they don't have a criminal record. There was actually one guy that slid into my DMS and the math for him was not mathing. (gasps) And I looked him up and like did some internet diving and he was a sex offender. Shut up. Mm-hmm. He was not. Yeah. What? So yeah. did you say something to him or nope. were you like locked him? I'm like, nope, it gross. We're done. Yeah. You can definitely not do and that, like, especially if you have kids. Yeah. And I'm like, that's just creepy and gross. And I mean, I talked to him for maybe all of like two days or whatever. And it wasn't like a lot of message exchanges or anything. But this is why it's so important, like share your location with people and like let your friends know, like when you have a date and just look into people if you can, because you just truly don't know. And like this day and age with the information that we have readily available at our fingertips, like use that. Yeah. Oh, gross. I just literally got chills. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. It's gross. It's gross. But anyways, getting into the third and final stereotype is commitment. Oh, and I, I think that this has changed with time. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. Society is now. Um, well, and the stereotype is like men are afraid of commitment and women want relationships and marriage where I feel like that has kind of flipped. Oh, I feel like, yeah, especially just a few not weeks. necessarily that women. I don't think women are necessarily afraid of commitment. I think women are so, so much better now on their own because we've had to be because men aren't bringing to the table what we're looking for. So we're like, well, fuck it. I'll provide it for myself then. Yeah. And I think that we just, well, we just had an episode a few weeks ago about how this study was just taken that men are more likely to settle than women are. 
And I do agree with that. And so in that sense, I think women, it's not really a commitment thing, but they are just not going to settle. They have higher standards for themselves than they did five, 10 years ago, probably. And men are just maybe more like, okay, like she fits a few boxes. So we're good. I'm good here. Yeah. Good. So the study that I was talking about earlier, there was 5,000 people polled. And this wasn't, yeah, this was in 2023 too. So it was relatively recently, but ages 43 to 58 had the most success with online dating, which I found kind of crazy. I'm like, that's a little bit older demographic than what I would think. And then 70% of the people who met someone from an app said it led to a relationship, which I'm like, holy, that's a lot. That's a lot. lot." Yeah. Yeah. Hi. And then 50% said looks and personality are equally important. Okay. And 78 and older value looks more than anything, which is, I mean, wait, 78%? No, 78 years old. What? Yeah. 78 years old value looks. They're fuck it. By that time, they're like, fuck this it's shit. Like, I don't what, need what a personality. A, I just need like, a hot can grandma. Can you even see? Clara, can you see right now? Like, no. I how do you even know what you I don't even that surprises me because like you're probably not getting real frisky at 78. I know. 80. Right? Wow. I thought that was really interesting. And then I think I said earlier, but 47% of the population is single and there's more single men than women. Yeah. I'm so blown. Sorry about that. 78%. Yeah. This is a, was in Forbes too. So it's like legit. Yeah. That's legit. I feel like in our next life, we're going to be the people that take these statistics. Like we're going to put them on. We're going to be like the 78 year old, like, hey, I'll do this study about online dating. I feel like that says a lot about our future. <laughs> what we're the bored. So we're just going to like, I'm just going for a, a hottie. Like, I don't even like, wow. I feel like that's fun for them. But I mean, hey, do your thing at 78. Live I your get life. It. Whatever. If you're like, I don't need a per- good person. I just need a hot mama. Take it. <laughs> right. Well, and then one other thing that it said was the or single people are happy with their single status. Yeah. So that I might be so. a part of like the commitment thing too. It's like, I feel like our generation just doesn't commit like past generations. Yeah. I mean, I think our generation's better than the generation coming up. Like <laughs> pertaining to like commitment 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 i just feel like what they what is it gen gen z i get so confused i don't even want to put myself in a label because we're we're millennials so yeah like gen z like they just are cool with there was some study that i was reading about this was a while ago like they consider a phone like a phone call or like a facetime like to them that's a date Oh boy. A lot of them. And I'm like, Whitney, we've had so many freaking dates. You and I (laughs) so many like daily, at least one daily dates with Whitney and Amanda. But I'm like, ladies, that is not a date. And if you consider that a date, raise your standards. Like you deserve better. We all deserve better. Even guys like 
that's that's not a date that's sad yeah you need to have a little little inner physical like not saying physical but like human actual human interaction interaction like, with each other yeah in the same room your body when there's this term it's called i think it's dexting where like you meet someone like online whether it's social media or dating apps or whatever and then you develop a relationship with this person. So you're like texting them, calling them, talking to them on the phone, but you never actually meet them in person. And like, when you think about it, what a waste of time. I don't even, I don't get it. What a waste like a of pen time. Pal. It's like a freaking pen pal. It's like a pen pal. And that's why I don't too, need a it's pen like, pal. if a date isn't made within like a week, two weeks, it's like, bye. Wow. Well, I mean, I guess if it works for them, but that ain't working for me. Yeah, no. I don't need a pen not. pal. No. I mean, I have Whitney. Yeah. We're <laughs> not even pen pen pals. We're like, let's chat on the phone. Like, we, yeah, we don't text that, that much. It's so, more like we don't really calls. text at all. But yeah, it's like so that's so bizarre. So bizarre. Okay, I'm so, trying not to be judgy, Amanda. Don't be judgy, but it is a little judgy. bizarre. I'm sorry. But I feel like so Gen Z. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no hate to you guys, but so Gen Z. We love you still. Yeah, we love you. Those are all like pretty hot topic stereotypes, I do feel like. Yeah, definitely. I feel like the age and looks is probably one of the most prominent ones in our society. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just because, I mean, I feel like it's fair to say that we're all judged on a daily basis anytime we leave our house. For sure. Yeah. Someone's judging us. Right. Grocery store, wherever we go. Wherever you're yes. going. Like yeah. even just driving in your car. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. what kind of car is she driving? Yeah. Like, oh, her car is dirty. <laughs> yeah. Mine's yeah. always dirty. Not because I like a clean car on the outside, but where you live so or like oh that girl needs to wash her hair or that girl's always in sweatpants <laughs> as i sit here in sweatpants sweatpants and dirty three-day hair yeah sweatpants and dirty hair are a lifestyle okay it's a vibe we are going to do something kind of fun here so whitney and i are going to put each we other fun. yeah we, we love fun we're going to put each other in like some I don't want to say difficult situation. Yeah. And yeah. we like, this is just off the cuff. We did not plan this. So we haven't had any time to think through our answers and we both have to just kind of rapid answer in, in a way. So love it. I'll go first. Okay. All right, Whitney, this is scenario number one. Okay. You are on a date. Okay. And you're really liking this guy. He's super like cute. The vibe is there. Everything is like really good. And you're at dinner and you even like are flirting. And he says, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like I have to go to the bathroom. And so he gets up and goes to the bathroom <laughs> and he okay. comes back and you're like, okay, whatever. And he, you just can smell it. He is like, farting and <laughs> it's so bad and like that sick smell and like he <laughs> and he like 
says to you, and we're at dinner, like the poor people yep. sitting around us. And he says to you, I'm so sorry, but I have diarrhea. I have to go. So here's the thing. Are you going to like be cool and be like, oh, okay, like I still like you. I'll go on a second date. Or are you like icked out? I mean, I feel like I'd have the ick a little bit, but like also as a mom, I get it. Like <laughs> you can't control that stuff. So I feel like if the vibes there and like he's cute, I would give him a second chance. Okay. That's fair. I mean, why I hope not? that doesn't happen. How embarrassing would that be? If that, that would be, be so like, and I mean, obviously it would suck for me, but like, I would feel bad for him. Like how uncomfortable. <laughs> that you is know? a fear. That is a real fear. Yeah. I mean, really? getting, I, I get getting sick okay. on a date. So scenario number one, you're on date number two with this guy. And it's just you and him. You are mm -hmm. out on a boat, middle of the lake. You're in the water and you realize you just got your period. What do you do? I and would blood. Oh my God. Like shark attack. Well, first <laughs> of all, I would totally get out of the water right away. Cause I would feel like something would eat me. Yeah. Second of all, I would probably like periods don't gross me out. Like it's so natural and like, I'm pretty open. I think I would just be like, Oh my God, this is so embarrassing, but I just got my period. Like can you throw me a towel, like, and kind of just played off like that. Like, Oh, like how annoying is this? And just kind of let them know because I feel like hiding it and then they find out like that's even weirder and awkward. More awkward. Well, and you just like, what are you going to do? Just sit there and bleed all day? Oh, well, so we you don't know? have a tampon? Yeah, no tampon. Oh, well, I probably shoved some toilet <laughs> paper in my swimming suit, I guess. I don't know. What would you do? Shove a. I don't know. Maybe this is our lesson to always have a tampon. Well, I don't really get a period anymore because I just don't. Well, you're lucky. I mean, I think it's just I'm surprised you do just because you exercise a lot. And like mine know. is so irregular, though. TMI. Yeah, TMI. TMI. Mine is like I don't even know when the last time I had one, but I have mine right now. That. You're like putting that vibe on me. Now I'm probably going to get mine. Yeah, we're going to be synced up. Okay, this is your second and last scenario. Okay. Me. So you're on this date and you guys have been dating for like a month and like thing, no red flags or anything. Like he's been pretty cool and stuff. And you find out that he has a kid but he has no custody on this kid and like it happened when he was in high school nope bye you're done like for me as a parent that is such a red flag if a man has kids and he's not like i don't care how old you are but like he like signed off his rights like signed off his rights like he had a kid in high school he has nothing to do with it he signed off his rights he hasn't seen the baby since it was born. I still don't think I could do that. I just yeah. don't like, it's like, how do you just, and for a guy, I feel like it maybe is a little different. Cause like as a mom, it's like, 
the child is growing inside of you because the bonds are right away. Yeah, for so, sure. Like, how do you know that you have a kid and just like you're okay? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of women would be okay. I think they'd be like, oh, okay, that's fine. I wouldn't, but I think I think it'd women- be hard. It would. I think it would always bother me. Well, I think just like be honest, right? Like if you're dating yeah. for a month, well, like, why are you hiding it? Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, good answer. You passed. Pass the vibe check. Okay, yours. You are on a first date with this guy. Very intimate restaurant, like super classy place. Okay. You just get seated by the waiter. Okay. Right next to his parents. <laughs> his parents come over, say hi, and they want to join you guys. What do you do? Oh, I mean, I probably would. That is like awkward as F. Oh, but wow. I would probably just like smile and be like, sure. And like be kind and nice and polite and like, but how awkward. I feel like he should have said like, mom, like, no, like give us our privacy as our first date. But yeah. Yeah. If the, if the guy allows that, that's probably your first and last date. So, Hey, I just be like, keep the wine coming. Yeah. I'd be like shots, round of shots, baby. Tequila. There we go. Red flags all day. <laughs> yeah. There's I mean, a lot of red flags here. Hopefully none of us are in that those scenarios, but I bet you there is someone listening right now that has totally been in a similar. Seriously, if you any of you listening have been in any of these situations or similar, like, please let us know. We would love to hear your story. Oh, my gosh. It would be so great. Okay, wait, before we cut this off, this is like totally off the subject a tiny bit, but we are talking about shark attacks because I got my quote unquote period in the water. I in the just, lake in the lake i just saw this like last night or the night before that in at the sandals resort i think it was jamaica or the bahamas oh my god they had just gotten married and they went paddle boarding the next day and the wife got attacked and killed <gasps> by a shark no I can't even make it up. I'm so scared of sharks. I will not go any deeper than my waist in the ocean because it's like, that is my biggest fear. Yeah. She, they said like a person was out there like paddleboarding too and saw them out there together, like on the paddleboard. And then all of a sudden looked up and there was only one of them and (gasps) the shark grabbed her and took her. Oh my God. That's so They were awful. married for 24 hours. You guys, now I have a new phobe, like a fear, new fear of like, unlocked, a new fear unlocked. Like what the fuck? And that's not even a new fear. That's like just a fear. Jeez. I know. I mean, like ugh, what is going on? But like, I, ha- and I feel so bad for the family and like, I know like that's so her awful. poor how husband. Traumatic. Yeah. How traumatic. But I was reading the comments and everyone was really kind and obviously, but someone made a good point. Like, I don't know if she had her period or not. And like, this is something I would not even think of, but they're like, if you are a woman and you are like in an area with sharks, like you should not go in the water if you do have you have it. your period because they can smell it. I know. I never thought of that. Yeah, That makes sense. I feel like even dogs can smell it. Oh, dogs can definitely smell periods. I feel like on people. But it's like, what the hell? Like now it's like, okay, you're on this. Oh, 
Anyways, Anyways, men, that for bearing with our period talk during I this know. episode. If there's any men listening, <laughs> thank you. But guess what? Like, this is real life. Real we're life. Helping you out, honestly. We're just, yeah, we're just here to be real. Anyways, do you have anything else? I don't. Like, let's end on a high note, you guys. It is the middle of January almost. Pretty much, yeah. It is the middle. It's beyond the middle of January. Yeah. Keep crushing your goals. Keep being amazing. Push through. Do not let that stuff go to the wayside. If you've fallen off the wagon, get back on. Get back on the wagon. Manifest. You believe in yourself. You got this. We love that. Great love um, little push for everyone, Amanda. We love well, it. I feel like a lot of people start dropping This is off. when they start slipping. Yep. Yeah. Do better, be better. You deserve it. You got this, honey. Until next week, you guys. All right. Bye. bye. All right. Bye. bye. All right. Bye. bye. All right. See you next week. Until next week.